Hey, what's up? This is Tia. Hey, loves. It's me, Val. And thank you for joining us for another cup-filling episode of Crown Chronicles. Although many times a queen's crown may slip, only together can we bear the weight that comes along with wearing it. So join us as we indulge in life-changing conversations, respecting the healing journey and the path each one of us travels in obtaining complete fullness, peace, and joy. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for another episode. Episode, what are we on? Six? An episode five? Six? I don't know, y'all. Forget that. A Crown Chronicles <laughs> podcast. Um, again, thank y'all to everyone that's been showing love, that's been supporting, that's been listening. Um, I'll be checking out who's rated. We have a couple ratings on the charts. So that's what's up. Um, so welcome back, y'all. Let's um let's just get right into it. Friend first, let me let me just ask you, how you feeling? Mentally, <laughs> physically, where you at? Girl, I feel real good. Yeah. I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm happy. Like, happiness looks good on you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of joy. Uh I don't know. I'm good. I feel really, really good. Mentally, I'm good. Emotionally, I'm good. Spiritually, I'm strong. Like, love it. Come on. good, girl. Yeah, this for is those good. who don't know, I think you've shared it before. You know, Tia has battled with depression. And so when she says, like, I'm emotionally good, I'm spiritually strong, y'all just don't know how, like, how that warms my heart for real. So, and I just texted her the other day and I told her, friend, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Because you're really out here doing it. And um, I just love to be a witness to it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but no, I'm good though. What about you? How you feeling? Where you at? Mm, I am blessed and highly favored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I left the curse. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't know. Right, I, um, um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've been faced with some pretty big decisions the last couple of weeks, and uh, my sister reminded me to bring it to God. She's like, you know, when you say your sister, who you yeah, you. Oh, okay, I just, I just, I think we need to get some. <laughs> uh. You know, she kind of put me in check and I just, and I appreciate her for that. She's just like, you know, pray about it, friend. I said, honestly, I ain't prayed about it. And she's like, what? And I said, I I ain't prayed about it, friend. And she just reminded me. um, She kind of just reiterated my own words. She's like, Val, this is your motto. You don't move until God tells you to move. With any big life decision you have ever made, you always uh, have ever made you've always brought it to God and you waited oh. for his confirmation um so I'll pray about it and I'm just like you know what you right so that's where I am I, I brought it to God and mm-hmm. um I'm just waiting for confirmation okay. way or another so mm-hmm. I thank you for that because um I'll tell you I that's I'll go with that. these phones Second week, y'all. I'm gonna get better. Let me turn the other one off. Um, 
Dad, what was I gonna say? You'll hear it, but um, it's vibrating. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my mama calling. <laughs> but you know what you were saying? Um, you said you were just sitting back, waiting to hear from him, one way or the other. One way or the other, and uh, I don't. You know, a lot of people they come to God when they're like in turmoil. Mm-hmm. I don't like to come to God. I, Every time I come to God, I'm always just coming with gratitude and mm-hmm. just thanking him. Because even when I am faced with large decisions or big decisions, mm-hmm. I focus on the positive. So I'm always like, man, God, I just thank you for this. I just thank you for that. I don't want to come and be like, so Lord, listen, I might need you to help a sister out, you know, or I don't know. I don't like, I just, I, I love coming to him when things are are good and mm-hmm. even when they're not good, I still come to him as if they are. Like, I just thank mm-hmm. you. I just, so. Um, I think that's great. I'm gonna, I don't like to say the D word. So I'm just gonna play, you know, the, I'm play the opposite end of that. I agree with you wholeheartedly, 110%. However, I do also strongly believe that it is I encourage you if you are feeling super defeated or down and out or super duper confused tell him that go to him I mean I can't do it I'm confused Lord I'm not strong I'm weak right now like I need you (laughs) you know what I mean like I strongly encourage those moments too I think that is super I think that's great though that you always Basically, to me, what they're saying is you're always looking at the glass as half full. Mm-hmm. That is what we all should really strive to do. Always look at the glass as half, as half full. But if you aren't necessarily, definitely go to him and tell him. Ex- well, he already knows where you are. But I know that's why I'd be like, he knows what I'm facing. <laughs> Not to say I beg, there's been plenty of times I didn't came to him in full tears. Like, I need you. I, you know. Um, but I don't know. I guess this the space I'm in right now. I'm just mm-hmm. choosing. That's the bomb the ice cream truck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that's so, but I did, and I thank you for being my accountability partner and um, giving me that reminder and praying with me Absolutely. and for you because baby, I should have never had praying for you. Yeah. Absolutely. So. So let's kind of talk about that today. I think that could be, um, I think that's important. And I think that could be something that a lot of people just from, you know, friends, family, things that I've heard from other people over the past week or so, just having those friendships that you may need a little assistance in when it comes to navigating them, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I know you had shared a post with me or something that you saw, so let's read that if you don't yeah, mind let's into it, y'all. yeah yeah let's let's we'll, we'll talk about um navigating friendships and the importance of accountability partners you yeah. know so i did come across i was scrolling through my phone and one of these days <laughs> y'all i want to just do a recording where we just go through tia's phone because she has the wildest stuff for her phone bro you know, <laughs> like it's gonna be a light-hearted episode where we going through Tia's phone and cracking jokes. Y'all should see her notes. She knows. 
everything. <laughs> let me say, listen, okay, let me say this real quick before we get started. From my notes to my music to my screenshots, it is so freaking me. It's such a great balance. I have prayers. Then I have stuff about it's ratchet stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it is so funny to me. And my music is like that. Like, I'll go from playing Keith Sweat to NBA Youngboy to Hezekiah Walker. Like, right. In one car ride. Like, seriously. But that's the balance. Like, that's, yes. that's honestly, that's me. It's just, that's me. So we have Thank to do it. We got to. Woo. Maybe we could do that when we uh when I'm down there. I'll be down. Yes. With Tia. Uh make sure y'all follow us on social media because we're definitely gonna try to post more more uh social media content, yeah. maybe go live or something when we're together. You can see how we turn up and turn yeah. down. First of all, we don't even be turning up, so I can't wait to see how we turn <laughs> up. I'm turning up. You're okay. me. I'm gonna okay. try, y'all. I'll yeah. <laughs> Well, no, sleepy. sleepy and then have we be having accidents where we have to go home early <laughs> we can't i don't want to go home me either that was god they went oh, 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 oh. <laughs> dang oh, friend you low down for that one i ain't even go home <laughs> i ain't said a word as far as let i ain't say nothing who did what? What happened? <laughs> we had an man, that was nobody but God. Cause Thank we y'all. get out here, we oh. act like we ain't been out ever. I guess somebody birthday. You know, this every time we go out, it's like we're celebrating a birthday. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> we just happy to be out here. Okay. Okay. See, All right, out. y'all. So let me uh, read the post. It says it's it's kind of lengthy, so just bear with me. I will never in life write my friends off for not being what I think they should be. You don't have to reach out to me according to any schedule I made up. I'm going to call you. You don't have to attend events I plan. I'm still going to invite you. You don't have to text me back immediately. I'm still, I'm going to still reply 17 days later when you do text. You don't have to tell me all your problems, but if you need, if you need to, I'm always here. You don't have to call me every week. We're going to Kiki the exact same way when six months have passed. One of the biggest lessons that adult women need to learn. Oh, my God. I wish this ice cream truck would bust another corner. Cool. And another block. (laughs) Please. Not this one. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. One of the greatest lessons that adult women need to learn is meeting people where they are and to stop writing folks off for being themselves. This whole we aren't friends because she didn't check on me narrative is lame as AF when it's women out here struggling to just stay above water every second of every day fighting for fighting their own demons. It's a woman out there going through divorces, abuse, major depression, financial trouble, family trouble, health issues, and they are supposed to constantly check in on you to be your friend. Law of attraction isn't the same as treat people how they treat you. It's give the universe what you want to receive. Always be the authentic you. Put out love without conditions and give grace so so those things will find you. My friendship doesn't have requirements. It doesn't have guidelines or quotas. As long as it's organic, unforced, and non-toxic, you will forever have my love and support. Mm -hmm. So let's just kind of... I. 
I personally agree and disagree, but we'll we'll get into that um, throughout the conversation. Okay. So you personally agree and disagree. So I feel like let's, can we start there? Let me, because I feel like you telling me what you agree with is going to answer this question because my question was going to be, do you have requirements mm. for friendship? Are there certain requirements? Is there a certain criteria that your friends have to meet in order to be your friends? Do you have standards when it comes to friends? Mm. Do you have certain boundaries? Do you have, like, I just want to know and I feel like you, so that will answer my question if you tell me the parts that you agree with. I kind of feel like those two will intertwine. So you let me know if you just want to answer that question or if you want to say what you agree with. I kind of feel like maybe let's just answer that question first because then that kind of will touch on the things that we agree with because that was, there was a lot said, but there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot said with that post. I feel like it was lengthy. Like you said, it was real wordy. It's a, a lot was said, but a lot wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, do you have requirements? It's still left. It still left some kind of gray areas. There's for sure. It wasn't just a black or white post. Do you have requirements for your friends? Um, I I do have expectations. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie. Like this last two years, I felt like the last well. I've kind of come out of it. I think there was definitely a moment where um, I took a moment of solitude. Mm-hmm. Um, God put me in a moment of solitude. And in that moment, and it was about a year, year and a half, maybe a little bit longer, I actually reflected on being the type of friend I am mm. because I've always had such high expectations for my friends. And during that year or so of solitude, um, God kind of put me in my place and helped me manage Mm. those expectations. Um, I will say I'm the type of person that will get along with every, pretty much everybody. I agree. Everybody is not my friend. I take the word friend um, very seriously. Mm. I myself have a duty and an obligation to my friends and um, I kind of expect those same things in return. And when I say obligation or duty, it's just, and I'm not saying you got to call me every day. Absolutely not. We all have our own Absolutely. lives. Me and Tia don't talk every day. No. I mean, now that we have the podcast, we talk more. Michelle, at least once a week because we are sure. here. Um, but I don't expect to talk to my friends every day. First of all, I don't want to talk every day for the most part. Sometimes I just don't want to talk at all. I don't talk to nobody. You know? Um, however, being a friend that is there to support you when it matters the most is really big for me um to celebrate big moments uh to be a shoulder or a prayer warrior in the darker moments um 
And I do, I, I believe that statement, birds of a feather flock together. Oh, Jesus, yes. And so. Hmm. Let me write that down. I tend to. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a good um, My friends, the ones I call my friends, I know at the core, we share the same values and morals. That's mm-hmm. very big for me. So I'm just gonna pause there. Yeah, because I oh gee, well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna pause topic. there. And um, to answer your question, yes, I have expectations. Um, I have managed my expectations. Um, God has helped me manage those expectations. And when I say that, allowing respecting one another's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a hard thing to do, especially for me, because I'm y'all, I'm a Virgo, so I'm the fixer upper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, you know, to help you figure it out. Um, but God has let me know that baby, that ain't always your part. Come on. Take a step back. Allow me to do what I need to do. You need to respect their journey just as you've had your own journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. What about you? So, I, you know, of course, I'm queen of writing things now. Mm-hmm. Um, two things I want to touch on. Birds of a feather flock together. Totally agree. I've seen so many posts, memes, and heard people say, I don't agree with that statement because, you know, my friend does X, Y, Z, but I don't. So that may be true for them, for, but for me, that statement is true to me. Um, and so we're going to get a little personal. For me personally, this is why um, I recently had to take a step back from a long-term friendship, someone that I was friends with since elementary school because their personality, their actions, um, their beliefs were so different from mine that I've gotten to the place now where my friends are reflections of me. So when they go out into this world, you represented me as my friend. Mm -hmm. And so I care about how you look. And what I mean about how you look, I mean about how, what's coming and exuding from the out, from the inside out. Mm -hmm. That's important to me. Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing certain things that I wouldn't dare do, when you are partaking in, you know, certain activities that I wouldn't dare, that's a problem for me because I would never want anyone to view me as a specific, as a certain type of person because of what someone else is doing because of our affiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm out here building a brand. I'm a walking brand. I feel like myself, I'm a mother. How I look is important to me because I feel like it represents who I'm trying to be for my children. And so it's just like certain things just aren't okay with me. Yeah. So if that's, if you're a bird who's doing certain things, I don't want to flock with you. If it doesn't align with who I am, where I am and where I'm going, mm-hmm. which leads me to 
the note that I took down, you you made a you know you made this you made a comment. I mean, you talked about this some time ago about this same particular situation. Um, me and this person at our you know at our cores, we both are pretty much the same. And what I mean by that, we both believe in God. Um, we're both prayer warriors. Uh, we both you know both put, put our children first. You know those those things however I wrote down at the core we share the same values but then I put in parentheses but is that enough Mm. that's where I think I am with it and that ties into the whole birds of a feather flock together because it's like at our core yes we share some similarities however sometimes people can do certain things um that hinders people from seeing who they are at their core mm-hmm. because they're doing so many other things that's a distraction you know what I mean and it is blinding people from actually seeing that really great person mm-hmm. and so I had to take a step back and say yes you know at our core we share the same values however you're not necessarily living those values you're not necessarily carrying those values and um you know those standards those expectations those all of those you're not really carrying those out and that's a problem for me mm-hmm. um friendships are like relationships to me if we're not aligning I think it's just best we go ahead and stop this right now while we ahead. because where are we going mm-hmm. you as my friend because now I feel like I'm that person that I always want to see people be the best version um, of themselves. And so if I don't see you're doing that, and if I'm constantly trying to speak life into you and pour into you, and you're not able to do the same for me, and here's the thing, as your friend, I'm noticing that you can't do it for me because you're not doing it for yourself. And that's the first thing that I want you to do. Mm. I want you to be able to show up for you first. But if I see that you're not even doing that, what are we doing? Mm. Like, I'm at this point, it's like a broken record. And I've gotten to a place in life where I don't want to I don't want to force anybody to go down a path that they're not quite ready to go down. And it goes back to what you said. I had to take a look at myself and say, hey, let them figure their stuff out. And you shared this with me. It's okay to let that friendship go without there being any problem. There's no beef. There's, you know, nothing but love. But you said something that was so important. And I, it's like I took that and I've been applying that to every situation um, thereafter still pray for that person Mm -hmm. like I'm not liking what they're doing but I was missing that that piece and that's what's funny because I pray for all of my friends but however when this particular situation came about I didn't think to like start praying for that person for what they were doing I just was so caught up on being upset about where they were Mm -hmm. and how they weren't showing up the way I felt that they should Mm -hmm. and so I think that I appreciate you for that because I've learned to just take a step back. If I have to remove myself from the friendship, that's fine. It's it's out of love, but start praying for them because obviously they've gotten off track as we all do Mm -hmm. sometimes. But some of us take a little, it it takes a little longer for us to get back on. 
but mm -hmm. that's why it's important to have people in the background still cheering for you and still praying for you, still encouraging you. You may not know it. You don't have to hear it. They don't have to let it be known. God knows it. He hears it. So, yeah. And that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. I hope I wasn't. You talked about you no know, taking a step back. And for me, I think it's important knowing when mm -hmm. to take a step back. For me, um, I have to take a step back when it's beginning to enter, disturb my peace. Mm-hmm. And um, because I always have been the friend, and I've said it before, I'm an all-in, all-out. I love mm -hmm. hard, y'all, and I care so much. Mm -hmm. At times, I've cared more than they've cared Mm -hmm. And because how intense my love is, it disrupts my peace. I'll think about it night and day. I battle with it. Should I say something? Should I not say something? Should I say something? Should I not say something? The, you know, and then when it gets to that point, that's when I have to relinquish the need to control. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I am a control freak, y'all. Uh, Tia will attest. And just say, you know what? I love you. I, and I don't even have to say it in person, but in my mind, mm -hmm. I love you. But I'm going to have to step back. And I'm That's definitely good. going to be praying. Because me and my friends, it's not... And I'll say, too, for me, I feel like friendships sometimes are harder to navigate than relationships. And I just... Oh, freak, I just lost my train of thought. But uh, yeah, I just, you won't even know. And sometimes I will, I just take a step back and I'll just pray and I'll pray hard because I want you to come out of this. Oh, that's mm -hmm. where I was going with it. Me and my friends, you know, I have, I hate the word like no new friends. Like I'm very open because sometimes we feel like time makes us hang on longer or we feel mm -hmm. some type of obligation because of time but i will say the majority of my friends i've had for a very very long time me and my sister janae we literally grew up together i met her in the third grade we've been rocking since the third grade Pooh and i we've been rocking since the ninth grade i met tia in 2011 we are we've passed a decade mm -hmm. um and so when we grow with these people, it's inevitable that there will be times where we're not seeing eye to eye. We will experience growing pains together. But I think a beautiful thing about me and my sisters is truly a sisterhood. If you look mm -hmm. at your siblings, you look at families, you have your falling out, mm -hmm. but you bounce back. It's all in how you come back. And if it comes back, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some, some friendships, I've had a friend since I was dating her more, this was like my, supposed to be my god sister. Mm -hmm. And I let go of her years ago. I think my son was a baby and I've never looked back. I've never felt the need to look back. I've never, and that was just what it was. But some of my sisters like, nah, we, we might go a couple months without talking because I'm out here tripping. I don't want to hear what you got to say. So mm -hmm. what, whatever it is, whatever, or mm -hmm. vice versa. But 
when they come back, like, I just know that they are meant to be in my life for life. Because mm-hmm. at the foundation, God is truly our glue. My mm-hmm. sisters that I have now, God is in the midst. Because though we may not talk every day, or there might be spats where we've went a couple months without talking, it was God that brought us back together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and when we do come back together, we might talk about it. We might pray, whatever, do what we need to do, hash out whatever we need to hash mm-hmm. out, say what we need to say respect one another and truly knowing that if they're telling me something i know without a shadow of a doubt it's because they have my best interest at heart or if i'm telling you something you know i'm not coming from no no place of envy i'm not coming from no place of jealousy of hatred no message, nothing, no judgment, no mm-hmm. nothing. It's because sis, I love you and mm-hmm. I want to see you be great. You you was tripping for a moment and it was fucking with my mental. <laughs> I still got kids I got to take care of. I still got moves I had to make. Like I just couldn't continue in it mm-hmm. in that moment. But um, know that I pray for you every step of the way. Facts. And I know mm-hmm. my sisters pray for me every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, <laughs> um, I kind of feel like though to, and I mean again, the, just my opinion. These are our opinion. Our opinion. The point when you say when knowing when to take a step back, and I kind of feel like you, me personally, I feel like for a lot of people, the answer to that is when your peace starts to get disrupted Mm -hmm. so if you're finding that okay this is disrupting my peace you know this is disrupting my day-to-day you know it's it's changing my mood it has my emotions in a tizzy I think that's a a huge indicator that it may be time for you to just say I gotta let God do this one yeah so oh, that to me, there's that that would be my answer. Um, when do I know? You know, it's the it's it's time to step back, and I think that's when once I start to feel like my peace is being disrupted. Um, I also want to say, <sighs> brought up such a right point because when you have friends who. I feel like for women, those are your sisters. You don't even have to question where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I know I don't. With the people that I have in my life, anything that they tell me, I know it's because this is truly, genuinely how they feel in their heart. They feel passionate about this. Um, and they care. It's coming from such a caring place, a loving place, and just a place of concern. Um, I think when you have those moments where you're questioning where is this coming from? You got to look at that person. You already, you know what I mean? So I think for me with my sisters, I don't question. Now there are people, of course, you're going to have family and stuff. What they say, um, friends by choice, family by coincidence. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) choose your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a choice. So I feel like when it comes to family, yes, sometimes you have family members that 
whatever you want to call them, haters, you know, they may just be a little envious only because maybe they're not where they want to be in life or whatever the case may be. So you understand what you're dealing with when you know the person. But I feel like when it comes to friends, sisters, you know that they're just coming from a place of concern. You shouldn't even have to question, why are you saying this? Mm -hmm. What do you mean by this? Or is she just, you shouldn't even have to think like that. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely say for me, I, that's one thing about it. I may not share every little tidbit about my life with you because I think to kind of go back to that post, yes, I don't feel the need to know everything. I don't need to know everything about your life. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know every up, every down. I don't have to know. You share, I, I'm open to hearing what you want to share with me because I'm also a, I'm also a believer in some things do need to be private. They do need to be kept intimate. You know what I mean? And just to yourself, however, between you and God, between you and God, mm-hmm. however, um, yeah, I do feel like whenever I bring anything to you, even some, I've shared with you some things that like when I was just really going through t- really, really tough times, like things that, you know, someone else may feel like, oh, I would never sh- share that with someone. I would never tell someone that. And when you it's been times where you've checked me on things like, uh, uh-uh, uh, wait a minute, man, you tripping. Why would you do that? Now you know better. And I didn't feel any type of way besides like, oh damn. You know what I mean? Like I disappointed her. You're not like, sorry. I gotta do better. Like that's honestly how I felt because it's like I felt the concern. I felt the love. I felt that disappointment. And it made me want to stand up, like, hold on, I'm tripping, I'm slacking off who I am supposed to be as a friend for you. Again, I am representing you out here. Just like I said, y'all folks represent me. I'm representing you as well. So it's like, I never had to question that with you. Mm-hmm. Or, in, you know, my other sisters, sure. I've never had to question that with you. So I think that's that's when you know that's a, you have a great friend. You got to know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You got to know who this person is, where they're coming from, because we shouldn't have to even question why anything's being said when they're holding you accountable mm-hmm. but I think I hear a lot again and it's not that I'm just like <clears throat> I'm open to new friends but some people be just picking up these people these strays I don't know what you find him what do y'all I do not know baby hang out in those places <laughs> what listen but some people just attract everybody mm-hmm. you know some people are really great people They're to really where people, people cling to cling. them yeah yeah and sometimes it's almost like you can't even shape these folks yeah mm-hmm. but um I know we all know as women oh god it just um there's a lot of, and again, I I really can't speak from a place of, I can't relate, really. Because, um, y'all, I've been living in my bubble these last few years. But jealousy and envy. Mm-hmm. Women, why is it that we just can't be happy for one another why do you always feel like you gotta one-up somebody mm-hmm. or compete 
with the next sister. Like, there's enough out here for everybody. Not for him. I just, I that is what I, and that is when, if you find yourself, and I'm talking to the women who has the envy in their heart or somewhat of a jealousy towards their friend, sis, you need to sit still and you need to go do some self-work. You know what I'm saying? Like, go sit down somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't. I'm not. Go sit down somewhere. Clap for her. Why are we hating behind the curtain? Mm. Why are we going and gossiping? Mm. I, don't do I, don't, I don't like the gossip. I ain't going to hold you. Like, you, you gossiping, then you talking about her but then being in her face like when it benefits you you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. again I cannot relate but I hear the stories and it burns me up we are here to use our words for building not tearing down we are here to cheer for one another support one another celebrate one another and their accomplishments you know, and again, if you find yourself, you may not even say it because you just can't, but in your mind, you know, whether you envious of your so-called friend or the next person and you just can't be happy for them, you only around when shit is tough, but you know where to be found when she on the up and up, you know, like. I've heard, I've heard someone say and I, I, it made sense to me that I heard that someone made a statement and it said I just feel like it, you know why this person got this going on this person got and they like they were naming names so-and-so got this so-and-so got that so-and-so was doing this so-and-so doing that like you know I just be asking something like why isn't why is it not happening for me like why I can't and I, I it made me realize like that's the problem a lot of times people are counting other people's blessings they're sitting back watching what's happening for other people and they're looking from the eyes of why not me mm. why them and I think when you start to even feel that and think that and find that that spirit mustering up inside of you like you said take a step back mm -hmm. take a step back and regroup figure out what you can do what is it that you need to do how can you make some things happen for you because you're clearly missing a step somewhere and maybe that step is only being missed because you've taken the eyes off of you because your eyes are so focused on everybody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I think that whole statement is for us sit down somewhere <laughs> that's go necessary yourself go to the self-work because Again, as we've said before, we have to do the work and make sure that we are preparing ourselves. So when it is time for God to hand us our blessings, we are prepared. Check your intentions. Ask God to cleanse your heart. Ask him for a pure heart. You know, when you, when you find yourself battling with that, change your perspective. Get on your grind. I don't know. How are you managing your time? I don't know. Again, that's the self-work that you need to do. If you ever find yourself, and, and we're humans, 
you know, we'll, we those things might come about, but you need to check it. You need to bring it to God and ask God again to clearance your heart. What are your intentions? And why not her? Why can't it be her? That's what I was wondering. That was my, like, that was literally- Why her and why not me? But why not her? Why not her? Because when it's, when it's you, because it's that's okay. It's okay. But when it's the next woman, why now it's a problem. And so let's talk about that too, because this is kind of off topic, but not, but it, it ties into this. Um, I'm a firm believer in, we have, we, I just talked about this last night. You know, sometimes we look at other people and say and think, why them? Like this person, you know, they just accomplished this or they just did this and they just did that. You don't know what people be going through. Come on. You know, being envious envious of someone because they're in a relationship or they're in a marriage or because they just purchased a home. Like that home comes with bills. It comes with a responsibility. That may not be something that God thinks you're ready for just yet. They may have purchased a $200,000 house. What if the house that God has for you is $300,000? And I'm not saying that we should be comparing, but I'm just saying your blessing may be, it may be coming in a different form in a different box. It may be wrapped differently, but it's still a blessing. Mm-hmm. But stop looking and being envious of what, and jealous of what other people have because you don't know what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're, what they're go- currently going through while they're there. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. So again, go sit down. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. For real. Okay, so there was a part in here where it says... Um, You don't have to attend events. I'm still going to invite you. You don't have to text me back immediately. I'm going to still reply 17 days later. Um, You don't have to reach out to me according to any schedule I made up. I'm going to call you. So here's this. I want to dive into this real quick because. And I'm just going to keep it me. I'm not going to be doing all this reaching out and you not checking up on me. You know, I'm going to check up on you. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to do my part. But if it's not reciprocated, Uh the calls and the texts will stop. They will come to a screeching halt. Do you hear me? I'm sorry. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying we have to talk every day. We have our own lives. We have our own families. We all out here grinding. But if I'm the only one doing the reaching out, if I'm the only one showing interest in this friendship, if I'm the only one showing care for this friendship, I'll take that energy and apply it somewhere else. Because again, like Tia said last week, we pouring into each other's cups. And there may be times where my cup might be a little bit more full versus hers. But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to empty out my cup on you, baby. And one thing I've learned along these 34 years is that with some people, you can't feed them from your cup. You can only feed them from the overflow. That's the word right there. I'm not going to reach down in my cup if you're not attempting to fill it back up. Now, you might get some of this overflow. From time to time. From time to time. You know, but... 
And again, with certain, I'm not saying if you're the type of person that throw events every day, don't expect me to fuck. I mean, every week, don't expect me to be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. The way my energy is set up, I'm I'm not 25 anymore. But there are certain milestones in life that you definitely should be present for. And if you're not, and again, it's understanding going both ways. If there is something, for instance, when I graduated, when I finally got my four-year degree when I was 30, Tia couldn't be there. However, I knew it ate her up that she couldn't be there. I knew she wanted to be there so bad, but she is a single mom raising two kids by herself and she just couldn't. Why would I hold that against her? I'm not, I would never. But I know if she had it within her will, my baby. They would have been there. Hey. Front with row. They say with bells on. <laughs> with bells on her feet. Mm-hmm. With a cowbell. Talk about. No, for real. She wanted. So I, I, I get it. Life happens. There's certain things. But for you to just be in a position to be there and celebrate that person and you not. I'm pissed about it. And you gonna know I'm pissed about it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's unexcusable. Like again, there's okay. certain things, but there's certain there's other situations mm-hmm. where people who should have shown up should have been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think what you just said too is very important. When you do have a friend who can't be there for whatever reason knowing that the person that's having the event that you're unable to show up for knowing that they understand and support you still and Mm -hmm. you know I think that's rough sometimes when there are situations where you don't show up Mm -hmm. and you can't show up and they say they understand but you know they don't you Mm -hmm. know they feel some kind of way and it's and especially in those situations where it's like you just really can't be there you just really can't show up for them but to have someone not understand that is so selfish to me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it, it makes you feel even worse because you already feel bad that you can't be there. And then to have that person not understand why, I don't know. I don't expect people to, like you said, I think it's those milestones, those, those moments in time where it could be a once in a lifetime you know, event or situation, I, I definitely would love to have those people there. And if you can't come, so let's talk about that. If you can't show up, well, that's all we communicate. Communication mm-hmm. is so important. Don't ghost me. Mm-hmm. Don't just not show up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because there might be something that I can do on my end to make it happen. There might be some adjustments or arrangements that can be made so that you are there. But when you don't communicate, when you sit Mm -hmm. back and whether it's pride, um, just complete selfishness, Mm -hmm. that makes matters worse. Mm -hmm. 
but that was a very good point i i, I that part yeah but nah. like you said see communication is big and getting a little i've always been okay <laughs> what? So Tia's cutoff game is real strong, like a move strong. And I have another friend, Janae, her cutoff game be real strong. My cutoff game ain't set up like that. Weak as hell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, you're not. <laughs> you no, I'm not joking. I'm dead. Dead serious. Um, my cutoff game ain't like that, y'all. Mm-hmm. I am definitely an engine. I made that point. She was like, now that's just you. You just the person of understanding. You always want to just get the understanding first versus with T and Nay. It's like, I really don't need no understanding. Go ahead, go. You hear me? Bye. I want to talk about it. I want I want the closure for you and me, you know, <laughs> but it, used to, it just made me think about that. Really? Yeah, because but communication is key. Getting an understanding, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's like any other relationship, y'all. We gotta use our words. And you know what? I do want closure in certain situations. Again, case by case, because certain times dealing with certain people, certain situations, relationships, friendships, whatever. You know what you did. Mm-hmm. You know what you've been doing. You know how you've been showing up. You know what type of friend you've been. What we need to talk about that for? Yeah. Well, I gotta call you and tell you you didn't do X Y Z. You do- You know. You know. Mm-hmm. We we at this big grown age. That is my favorite saying here lately. At this big grown age, we all know what we're out here doing. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, don't nobody gotta remind you or tell you. And if somebody has to keep telling you. Again, go sit down somewhere then. You need to disconnect from the world and go get yourself together because you shouldn't have to keep having remi- receiving reminders on how to be a good person, how to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know, you should know at this point in life. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know what you're doing. Why do I need to have that conversation with you? Yeah. So in certain situations, mm, I ju- you just won't hear from me no <laughs> Okay. I just cut you off but those there are those situations where maybe I feel some type of way about something maybe you said something you made a comment or did something and I know that you probably don't know that I ain't like it mm-hmm. it threw me off mm-hmm. I may not fool with you but I'm gonna tell you how I feel and then I'm not gonna fool with you because <laughs> you need to know this right because I have to have a look, I have to have a certain sense of peace for me. I don't, I can't have things sitting on my chest. Like when something's sitting on my chest and it's weighing heavily on me, I have to get it off. I have to express it. And I've gotten to a place where I don't expect to re- for the other person to receive it. I don't necessarily expect them to get it. I'm not even necessarily looking for you to say anything back. That's for mm-hmm. me. That's my piece. I just have to get it off. You know, I got to spit that up. That's what I like to say. Mm-hmm. Spit it on up. I have to spit it up. Get it out. Then I have peace with however it, however the situation may go. Because sometimes there's been situations where I really thought I was going to cut somebody off. But because I did speak up, once we had a conversation, it changed my whole perspective on the situation, on what happened, on them. And it saved the relationship, honestly. Mm-hmm. So it just goes back again. The importance of communication. Yeah, so 
when okay so let's talk about navigating friendships again and accountability knowing when to say something and knowing when not to say something um and in a sense i'll just give a scenario and then we can dive into it but you know say you have a friend who is um moving a certain way that you don't necessarily agree with or um you're noticing some issues coming up that aren't being addressed um making decisions again moving a certain way making decisions that you don't agree with when do you say something and when do you just sit back and allow them to just be them okay so you ask you asking me yeah i'll let you start okay so I would say, once I see that it, I don't know, this may sound weird, but my dad always told me that if you do something for 30 days, it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. So you consistently work out for 30 days, now that's a habit. Like, you know, if you're reading for 30 days straight, you've developed that habit. I feel like, if I sit back and I didn't watch you for the past month, do whatever it is that you're doing that's just not working for me, I'm going to say something. Say something to you. If I sit back and see that there's no correction, there's, you know, nothing being done. Okay, now, I'm not, I don't know. I just feel like, that's that's I don't know that's a tough one it just depends on what's going on and what's being said because I'll use this as an example if I have a single friend and she tells me okay it's Tuesday she went out she met you know let's say randomly gas station she meets somebody if she starts telling me things about that situation and like, let's just say they, you know, they go on a few dates or whatever. If she's telling me what's going on and I'm hearing like red flag after red flag after red flag, I'm going to be cautious on how I say what I need to say, but I'm going to say something because I feel like it's my responsibility as a friend to be the, to be the second set or second pair of eyes. You may be missing it because you really like this person. And so what I see is flags, you're seeing is the green light. So now you're green and you're going along with everything that's going on. All the time I'm sitting back like, this doesn't look right. This doesn't sound right. Because sometimes we can miss things. We'll have on certain blinders when we're going into situations and, you know, whether you're vulnerable, whether it's just something that you really want, if that's just where you are right then and there, I don't know. So sometimes I do feel like we have to speak up and that's a responsibility that you hold as a friend that's an obligation that you have you're not my friend if you sit up and just let me be green and be outside looking stupid like please tell me let me know hold on friend I don't think that sound right you know what I mean like did you hear what like let me repeat this back to you once you speak up and say things and I feel like point out a few red flags 
at that point in time, you know whether you should continue to say something or if you should just shut up and let them experience whatever it is they're experiencing by how they receive it. If they start to make excuses or if they kind of become a little combative, like, well, no, I okay, just trying to be a good friend. I just want to make sure, you know, I was reminding you, but okay, you got this. Because we have to understand too, God allows us to go through certain situations and certain experiences for our own personal growth. So sometimes that's a tricky situation too. And that's why I always say, go before God, pray, hear from him. Let's see what he tells you to do and how he tells you to move because he may be allowing this person to go through this because they need it for their own personal growth. He needs them to experience this or he needs, you know what I mean? So I've gotten to a place in my friendships where I try to pray first before just instantly being so quick to speak and say, uh, no, let me sit back. Let me talk to God about it. Let me see what he places on my heart. And if he puts it on my spirit to say something, I'm going to be obedient and do it. But if he tells me sit back and shut up, I'm going to sit back and shut up. And even if we talk about it later on, if you say as my friend, well, why didn't you tell me? Girl, I prayed about it. God told me to sit. You know what I mean? So I think that's my answer right there. Go to God first yeah for sure i um that that is a lesson that i learned during the the moment of solitude because for a while i was that friend that would just speak her mind and sometimes my words and my tone wasn't, wasn't right and so if i really want my sister my friend to receive what I'm saying I need to be more mindful and understand that certain words carry a certain weight mm -hmm. um for me when to speak up when not to speak up and I battled with that I did um I was always very opinionated and again it was me coming from a good place if it's life threatening, I'm definitely speaking up. Yeah, if I course. see mm -hmm. that there is deeper hurt that has went unchecked, that is causing this type of behavior, I'm going to say something. Mm -hmm. You might need to go talk to somebody. That don't necessarily got to be me because I ain't got all the answers and I may not have the capacity to carry what you finna dump on what you, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so I think where I am now, if you come to me and you ask my opinion and you want my feedback, yes. I'll give it to you. Yes. If okay. not, number one. if not, um, I've just come to a place again of relinquishing the need to control and allowing people to be who they are and allowing them to go through their journey, mm -hmm. uh, whatever that may look like and how however may however long it may take now again if it gets to a place where it's disrupting my peace then I will speak on it I may speak on it a second time but it ain't gonna be no third time I'm gonna fall back mm -hmm. um, especially if you're just not taking heed to what I'm telling you you just you're just choosing at this point to be out here like this then I just gotta allow you to do you boo not for real Go you to can, you. Yeah, you that that um 
Now, I don't got to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I know how to remove myself from the equation or just not make myself so available. There you you know, um, and in that moment of solitude, my energy was such that certain people didn't even want to come to me with certain things. Okay, that's where I was about to go next. Mm-hmm. I was me. no longer as accessible. For the bullshit. For the, for the BS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm on my own personal journey as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm on the journey of becoming the best me. I up and moved out here so I could get straight and remove distractions. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, so I did it for you, but I did it for myself too, you know, but that accountability piece, y'all, we cannot miss it. If your sister is coming to you and you know, it ain't because she's hating, it ain't cause she's jealous. It ain't cause, oh, you got a man and she don't. Oh my God, Lord Jesus, help him. Um, I felt like somebody granny, Lord Jesus, <laughs> Bless their heart. Look, um, allow them to be your accountability partner. She just want to see you win. I don't want to win if my friend, it feels good when I'm winning and all my friends is winning at the same time. But I don't want to be the only one in my circle winning. It feels good sometimes when I may not be in my winning season, but my friend is because it's Ooh. inspiring me. Like you yeah. let me know like, Oh, we on our way, you know, because if you're doing it, I'm doing it. Because I'm waiting for you to hit a million. I'm waiting for you to hit a million so I can quit fucking working. No, I'm just like, I'm taking care of you. Look at me. (laughs) No, for real. But it's like, if you're not in your winning season, but you have someone close to you who is, because we all have seasons. Mm -hmm. We all have seasons. And sometimes God will sit us down. Because mm-hmm. at that moment in time, he may not need you to move around. He doesn't need you to be busy. He needs you to focus on him yeah. or your mm-hmm. kid or whatever the case may be. So we all have different seasons. But if it's not my season, but it's yours, you know how inspiring that is? All that's telling me is, when, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. When, it's my, when it's, you know, whatever, when it's my time again, I'm hitting the ground running. Like I got to do block. Like it should just motivate you. It should put that fire up under you like, Heck no, I can't have my friend. Because I'm sorry, me personally, I don't want to be the friend that pay for everything every time we go out. I love arguing about who got the check. You hear me? I love saying, I'm paying for it. No. Uh, I I love that. I don't want to be the top dog. I don't want to be the only boss. I don't want to be the only. I don't like that. For sure. And I can't wait to get to a place of where I say, Look, I just sent you your flight confirmation. We going to Aruba tomorrow. Ooh, I can't but, wait. But, it's coming. You know, like, I want to do things like that. Like, yeah. I want us all to be able to do things like that. Like, I want us all to be able to just do nice gestures from one another. I don't want to be the only person doing it. Winning. Yeah. I don't want to be the only person winning. So, no, but, girl, yeah, that's true. But you said something else that, um, that really out I don't really remember but I do know one thing that I did want to say too is when you make that statement as far as you know when someone brings something to you 
that's another thing too. Sometimes we gotta learn as friends to just be an ear. Mm-hmm. Be an ear. Mm-hmm. I may, sometimes I feel like some of us may call and thinking we're having a dilemma, but we really just need to hear ourselves say it. We just need to get it out. We need to say mm-hmm. it out loud. I think more people should say things out loud and talk to themselves. I know people think that's crazy, but talk to yourself. Speak out loud sometimes because we have so much going on in our minds and jumbled up in our heads that sometimes once you actually speak it and get it out you can put it together and it makes a whole lot of sense for you so I think it's important and I had to learn that she's calling and sharing this with me she's not necessarily looking for me to give her any advice or to try to point her in the right direction or to necessarily even fix the problem or solve it like just listen to her and same for me. Sometimes I call certain people. Yeah. I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't want to hear what you think I should do or how you would have handled it. I just want you to listen. Like that's so important sometimes to just listen and understand why they're why they are calling. And like you said, but if they're calling and asking for your opinion, by all means, give it to them. Mm-hmm. Let's try listening a little bit more because I do feel like sometimes, as the listener, God will use you for him to speak to that person. And remember, I said that to you last week when we were talking, when I was telling you what I was saying, it wasn't anything that I had thought about that was on my mind that I was saying, I'm gonna have to, I gotta make sure I tell Val this. No, it's like at that moment, God just started speaking to me or through me to you. And that's why it does, it, it helps to just listen sometimes because mm-hmm. not only am I listening to you, I'm being such a listener that my ear is even open for God. I can hear, Mm -hmm. now I can hear him too, because he's always in our conversations. Mm -hmm. It's three of us, me, you and him, we're talking. And I need to be able to make sure I'm listening out for what he's saying as well. Mm -hmm. That is such a blessing. And again, I know last week we talked about it, like just, or a couple of times we've talked about it, honestly, just having those who too are connected to God because in a state of confusion, and let's be real, the devil is the master of confusion, and it gets very noisy. We may not be able to hear from God in those Mm -hmm. moments, but when you are connected and you have accountability partners who are connected Mm -hmm. directly to the source, source, God will use them to speak Mm -hmm. to you. That could bring some clarity. What mm-hmm. a blessing, friend. Oh my God. I just, man, it, it, to me, it's priceless. It is definitely it's priceless. priceless. A lot of people don't have that. Yes. I'll cherish it. Like, if you have that and you know that, cherish. Yes. Cherish, cherish, cherish that. It's important. We all need it. Ain't no, uh, there's a lot of people that be out here. Oh, I'm self made. No, the you not you not we cannot get through life just by our damn selves come on you know so i don't want to do it i don't you're right i don't want to that's the thing i don't even want to do it by myself god i need you have your accountability circle Mm -hmm. and thank god for them Mm -hmm. don't be mad because they keeping it real yeah the truth stings sometimes Mm -hmm. But sometimes you need to hear it. Sometimes you need those reminders. Mm -hmm. 
because we all fall off. We all get get distracted, like all of us, no matter where you are in your journey, even for the people who are further along than Val and myself, they get distracted. They get blinded. They lose focus sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. it just happens. That's the whole, that's the cycle of life. It happens. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you really, really focus. You're hitting the ground running. You're going hard. Other times, you may find yourself getting distracted and you know losing focus. At other times, you may find yourself getting discouraged. Like all of those emotions, we're all going to continue to experience experience mm-hmm. them throughout life. Where you have to, I feel like where you have to set the tone is by saying, "How long am I going to experience this? Mm-hmm. How long am I going to allow myself to be distracted? Mm-hmm. What am I going to allow to distract me?" That's okay. another thing too, because some distractions we we can't help. They are they're thrown out. They're just thrown out there at us. There are some distractions that you have so much control over, mm-hmm. and that's when you have to say, "Okay, go the other way." Right. You know what I'm saying? You, If you get to that stoplight and you look, you know you need to make a left, but if you go to the next street, if you make a left, you're still going to get to the same destination because if you make this left now, it's a fire in the middle of the street. Why the hell you going to make? What the hell you going to do? Like, why would you go that way? So I feel like a lot of us see the distractions. We see the obstacles right in front of us and we still choose to go right into them. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. You know, I um I don't know. I let me okay, I want to say this too. What kind of friend are you being to yourself? Mm. Because that's something else that's important to me. Like, Mm. and what I mean by that as far as like what kind of friend are you being to yourself? What would you want to be? Some like, do you think you're a great friend for someone else? You do you get you get what I'm saying? Like, right. do you think someone would want to choose you as a friend? Like, do you think that someone would consider you a good friend? And if not, maybe there's some things again. What I'll say earlier, go sit down somewhere. Maybe you need to go again, sit down, regroup. And, and there's been times when Tia has asked me, like, "Am I a good friend?" Come on, and I'll be like. Yeah, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> you know what? But because she just does. She just be checking up. Like I have to check in. Yeah, I, I gotta because sometimes you do get so distracted and so caught up in your own life, your own world, yeah. and yourself that you may you may be slacking just a little bit. And we yeah. to me, I think it's important to do those check ins sometimes. Hey, how how I'm doing? Yeah, what I'm doing? What I'm like? Am I? Am I showing? Are you like I need to? Like I be really wanting to know. I know I've been calling with my own problems, but today I just want to check on you. And so I have a friend too who has a few friends like that. Like the only time they call is when they going through something, but never once do you just say, "Hey, how you doing? Where's your mental at?" You only calling when you got a problem, but Mm. never are you calling to just check in and see how they're doing. Don't nobody got time for girls. So friend, oh, so that leads me to this. That that brings up another great point. And then after this, y'all, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. We know. But I saw a post, and I can't bring it up that quickly right now. But it wasn't even a post. It was a podcast. 
I don't I don't want to name names and you know I'm incorrect however the young lady on the podcast was basically saying if a guy is dating a woman and she doesn't have I want to say she said at least three Uh, friends did you see that I think I know what she's talking about yeah she said something basically like if she doesn't have at least three friends then that's a red flag that's a red flag basically and so I wanted to ask you what do you think about that do you think that the number of friends that someone has whether they have less than three or let's say 23, 13, whatever. Because I know people that have, quote unquote, a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think that that defines what type of woman that person is? What type of person they are? Does that is that a reflection of their character and where they are mentally and emotionally? So I don't, I don't know if there's a particular number, but I will say if she ain't got no friends, run. And I think it is a depiction of their character and who they are. Okay. Absolutely. Now, I can't say, oh, you don't got three, four, five friends, but you need to at least have one or two solid friends, you know, actual Mm -hmm. friends. And not not even just one, maybe a couple, maybe a good two, you know, because I'm not out here to have a lot of, it's like you said before when we were oh that's enough we, we're gonna talk talk about that tia made a statement but it wasn't pertaining to this topic about the quantity versus the quality mm-hmm. of women um but even just friends it's not even about now if you have a whole bunch of friends okay air quote friends i don't i feel like that could be a red flag too because how many of these friends are i met this girl at the bar that a couple weeks ago i was out having a drink and she was like i got a whole bunch of fake bougie friends why that i don't even want to be your friend you know what i'm saying like why are you entertaining what is it about you that is attracting and entertaining fake friends fake bougie friends (laughs) you know like so that could be a red flag for me too mm-hmm. like you got mm-hmm. a gang of the the quantity is there but the quality isn't there mm-hmm. so you setting up entertaining some messy shit no i'm good but I that's that. just my thing i i do think there again we represent and that's one of the key takeaways and i'm big on that and that's why i do have certain expectations for my friends because we out here representing one another absolutely just like I tell my kids, my husband, as a family, my siblings, we represent one another. Don't you have me out here looking bad? You know? So. I just want to say that because I found it. What do you think? Woman says, I'm going to read this person and I'm going to tell you. Okay. Woman says, if you're dating a girl and she doesn't have at least two good girlfriends, you shouldn't date her. She doesn't know how to have emotional, mature relationships. Mm-hmm. You just said that. You said a couple, which is two. You said if she doesn't Mm -hmm. have at least two. Um, That's why I'm very open to new friends. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in the phrase no new friends because unfortunately, a lot of the friends that I did have, I'm not going to say unfortunately, 
it's just where I was at, at that time in my life. The friends that I did have, and I definitely had way more than two, um, they were a reflection of who I who I was at that time. Mm-hmm. And I, it wasn't a good person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I had to shed those people. But then as I started to walk into this new person and into the person that God wanted me to be and, you know, is calling me to be, I started attracting great people. Mm-hmm. I started attracting people who were like-minded, who were also, you know, whether they were right here where I am in my journey or, or further. So I, I, I don't, and, but two, this is my thing. I'm big on categorizing friends, right? Because I have friends like you, Val, but you're my sister. I have a friend named Marcia, met her in high school. She was what a year or two older than me. That's my, we've always said, like she called me her little sister, like back then when we were in high school. And I really felt like she looked after me, talked to me, cared for me, poured into, into me like a big sister. Her and I rarely ever talk. But that is my sister. That is my friend. But we, again, classification. There's going to be those friends that I talk to. I have a cousin. Talk to her every single day. Baby, she's probably not going to let a day go by that she doesn't call me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but, but because to me, it's almost like in a relationship, love languages. Mm-hmm. Needs. Certain friends have certain needs. Certain friends have certain requirements. That's what she needs. That's the relationship she needs. That's how she, that's her, that's her way of a friendship. Mm-hmm. Whereas with me and Marcia, we don't have to talk all the time, but we're going to check in when we know it's important. We're going to, we're going to follow up with each other. Mm-hmm. If she comes to Atlanta, she trust she's going to let me know that she's here. And when we talk, it's like, we did not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Like we literally picked back up from our last conversation or our last meetup. That's somebody who I know loves me. I would never, if I wanted to call her right now and tell her the most troubling thing is going on in my life right now. I know she's going to be an ear. She's going to give me sound advice, like, but she's just not a person that I always talk to. Mm-hmm. So again, I feel like I have a classification of friends because then there was also someone that I've met since I've lived in Atlanta Again, we don't talk every day. She's a single woman with no kids. I have kids. Our lifestyles and our lives are mm-hmm. totally different. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk as often as someone like maybe like me and you, because we have a lot of similar similarities. We go, go through a lot of the same things. She's She hasn't experienced some things that I have, but that's my new friend. Mm-hmm. I know that that's my friend. So when I sit back and I think about it, Yes, I am big on not calling everyone my friend, but I've also learned to just classify them differently as well. Certain people are maybe A friends, some are B, and some are C. Doesn't necessarily mean that's bad or good. I just understand our friendship, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Our love languages are different in those yeah. different friendships, but I definitely do think that if I didn't have those different friends, the different types of friends, the different varieties, that would say a lot about me as a person. If I I only had one friend. It's important. I hear all the time that we should have 
particularly three type, or if you want to say classes of friends, right? Mm -hmm. You have your mentor mm -hmm. friend who is maybe a, a little further along or somewhere where you aspire to be. Mm -hmm. um, then you have like a mentee that's mm -hmm. someone that's not quite where you are, but is aspiring mm -hmm. to grow and, you know, reach higher heights. And then you have someone that's kind of on the same level as you. And so when we talk about the depiction, like of whether someone has a friend or not, does it say a mm -hmm. lot about their character? We also have to take into consideration mm -hmm. what type of friend, because you might have a friend or two or mm -hmm. three, and they all think like you. Mm -hmm. They're not mm -hmm. challenging you in any kind of way. They operate the same way as you. Mm -hmm. So they're not assisting you in your growth in any kind mm -hmm. of way. And that is a problem. So that goes back to what you said then, quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. You can have, yeah, she may have six six good friends, six friends. And they all just- What's the quality of those friends? And, uh, and as tall as you are, you know. Yeah, seriously, so- um, but if we're just going to speak from a place of real having friends. real, true, genuine, great friends, definitely think it's important that she has at least two for this reason as well. Let's take the whole, oh, it's the, you know, it, it reflects who you are as a person or it says, you know, that you're whatever. I feel like also it's good to have more than one friend because if you only have one really good friend, you're going to that one person for everything. Everything. You're yeah. dumping on them. You're, you know, every time something happens and whether it's exciting, you know, not that it's not whatever. You're just constantly, all of that Spending is coming all from on them. That one you're person. putting it all on that one person. And that is overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's another reason why it's very important to have more than one friend. So you can kind of break some of that up because mm -hmm. me and you were just talking about it when I recently shared a certain situation with you of what was going on. You had no idea. Like I had to catch you up on this particular person and the situation and what had been going on, but you didn't feel a way about it. And I didn't either because again, when you have different friends, that day that you and I were on the phone, that was the conversation that we were having. Mm -hmm. Somebody, someone may have known what was going on two days prior to you because that was the conversation we were having at that time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when things happen, if that's not the vibe of the conversation, I may not want to go in that direction. Yeah. That's another thing too. When you have friends, let's be mindful of the, the vibe that when we, when we get on the phone or when we get in each other's presence, let's read the room. Mm -hmm. Let's read the vibe. Where is their energy level? What should we be talking about? Mm -hmm. Because if we start the conversation off about, look, I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to do this. I just thought about this idea. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily call for, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. It's just different, but it's, again, that's why it's important to have different friends. It is. Mm -hmm. it's, we have to have more than one, and they should be different. Mm -hmm. I want somebody, sure. I want those three categories that you just named when it comes to friends, I think that is amazing. I think that's excellent because, again, it makes you feel like you're showing up and that other person because, oof, oof. 
don't know. This is good. Yeah, this was. But who was that they used to say? That? It was somebody. I can't remember. I think it was like a, a when I was in school. I think it was a teacher or something of mine. Like after they would teach us something and it was good, they'd be like, some good stuff. Like for real. Like it'd be good yeah. stuff. It'd be good stuff. But it is. So I, I already it. know what I want to talk about next week. So I'm going to jot that down. But I want to just take this time out though, to tell you. I tell you this all the time. I just text you this. You know, I'm real sentimental, real emotional. Mm-hmm. I cry if somebody say boo. Yes, that's me. <laughs> but I love you. Like, yeah. I love you so, so, so very much. And I think I said this on the last episode. It feels amazing to have a friend like you um and it it, it's almost like you said it's friendships are kind of like relationships too because if you've never really experienced the level of friendship that you and I share it's scary in a sense Mm -hmm. you like hold on nah this couple too good to be true what kind of tricks you got up your (laughs) sleeve (laughs) but I appreciate you so much um I just, I love you. I appreciate you. Sometimes less, you know, fewer words really say a lot. And I just want to say that I may not be able to muster up all the words right now to just completely overwhelm you with love, but just know I give you your flowers. Mm -hmm. I love you. You are a great, great friend. You show up for me in every way possible. Every time I need you, you're there. Um, and I think that's why I always ask you, how am I being like, what type of friend am I being like, cause I just want to make sure I'm always showing up for you the way that you're showing up for me. I always want to make sure you're feeling that love and you're, yeah. I just want to make sure it's always being reciprocated because I never want you to think you're not appreciated because you are like, you are so bomb. Thank you. For I don't really think I liked you when I first met you, but <laughs> <laughs> She was a different person then. <laughs> Girl, shut up. Let's come you with this. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Like, I love you. Babe. Nah, for real. And I just want to mirror that sentiment um, to you and to my other sisters, too, who may be listening because, man, y'all gonna make me cry. Man, nah. If I just got through it without crying, bro, you nah, can- but... I wouldn't, I, I swear for goodness, I would not be where I am and I would not be who I am if it had not been. Y'all play such a major role in who I am. I don't think y'all, like, y'all just don't understand. I didn't do that. I didn't arrive here on my own. Again, that goes to just emphasize the importance of having strong friendships in a sisterhood because man babe when I say Tia you like God here on earth like the way you move me you inspire me I'm so proud of you you motivate me um it's just such a pleasure to be a part of your healing journey it's to be a a witness to God's love and God's grace, like you, my sister, for real. Like you, my dog, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like you, my dog, for real. Like and it's just I don't take it for granted at all, man. Y'all have been my shoulder when I needed it. Y'all have been my rock. 
when I needed it. Y'all have gave me the ugly truth when I needed it. Like, just the love when I needed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. So, y'all see it. This shit is real. Like, these is real tears. These are real words. Again, we just here to support y'all and be that for y'all if need be. Um, And this is, again, why we decided to start the podcast. Like, these are the conversations me and my sister have, and we letting y'all in. We giving Mm -hmm. y'all front row seats Mm -hmm. to the way we have healed each other and been a support to each other. And I don't take it for granted. That shit is priceless, bro. Like, we always be texting, like, you my dog for real. Dog for real? With the the muscle. With the strong arm. The strong arm. Like, no, for real. Like, and, you know, honestly, that's so important, too. And I love that. Like, man, sometimes that really be blessing me. Like, to just say that to you at moments at times because I don't be knowing what you're thinking about or what how your day is going or what's going on at that moment where when you get that text how I hope it just I hope it hits you in a place of where it's like every time like reassurance or just you know I just that's what I be hoping for that's always I do sometimes you be right on time too so and again, it ain't like t- me and Tia met and it was love at first sight. And it ain't like, you know, it ain't like we had beef either, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, I guess we just never. It wasn't an instant connection. It wasn't an instant because we just never mm-hmm. sat down. I don't know. How did we? God, look, God, I don't be. know. It had, it had to, to be. be. Because if we, it wasn't, we didn't just. It wasn't instant, like so. No, like she I can't even. Tell. She so we met in a uh, training class. <laughs> okay, I thought we was wrapping this up. Here you go. We met in the training class at United Healthcare, and she instantly linked to another individual that I was kind of like, I don't know about her. And it wasn't like, oh, I don't know about Tia, but the person she instantly linked with, I was like, mm, it's something about her. I just really didn't take to, but. Um, I think you don't like it because that girl touched your hair. It seemed like when she touched your hair, that do you. <laughs> but it was kind of before that, It was just kind of before that. But uh, I don't know. The friendship happened. I can't even tell you how. But it mm-hmm. just had to be God. Maybe that brought us together. Because it was like a friendship that I never... What they, this is really sounding like a relationship. It's starting to be <laughs> real gay. <laughs> No homo. <laughs> no homo, because I was in a stage of friendship that I never saw coming. <laughs> you know, you'd be saying about relationships, I just didn't see her coming. Like, I didn't, though. Like, yeah. I just didn't see, especially to see, like, where we've evolved to, like, individually and together in our friendship. Like, girl, you could have never told me this back in 2011. Yeah, like, it always. So, and then when, you know, when some people move, because you moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the friendship, you know, kind of just fizzles out, but we just stayed connected. I feel like we moved to, to, I feel like once I moved, me, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I almost feel like we got closer. Like, and it's like you said, like yeah. that's typically kind of when people may start kind of drifting apart because it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. But it's like, no, we truly 
we truly got closer mm-hmm. and you know what really did it okay and then i'm gonna be done for a for because we'll have y'all on this mug what really did it for me was when i did decide that i was gonna move here and remember the plan was come here take 30 days to get myself together and get my kids because mm-hmm. it was during the summer it was in june so they were out of school of course zoe was because she was you know still a baby kind of per se she was two but when you uh when dominic came out to your house i don't remember how long he was there but the, the most he had did was come out went with you him and Lufield went with you to the movies for to the drive-in for michael's mm-hmm. birthday but he had never been over there like till spending like that's just mm-hmm. we hadn't even done that so of course me being out of state me being the mom that i am you know and my son is going somewhere technically quote unquote like staying for the first time girl has so much peace because yeah. typically I'm, I'm in shambles I'm so concerned I probably ain't gonna let you go period but I'm wary and I'm calling all that. but I had so much peace and I I cried so much because I knew you were loving on him like mm-hmm. I knew you were giving him what I would give him like that's I think that was kind of like what really showed me if it was if I needed anything if I needed to see any any anything more as to why you were a real one and you were my sister that was it like yeah that that's that really I don't know if my kids are everything to me like that's the closest that's the closest thing to my heart like those are my that's that is my heart my children are my heart so it's like when you did that for me it came through for me at a time where I really needed to get myself established and situated that meant the world to me and Dominic still talks about that to this day so that lets me know that that was meaningful to him and that's something that he you know remembers and a time that he enjoyed because every time he talks about it he talks about it with such excitement and uh, girl all he ever talks about is your kitchen and your house man I remember when I was out there T.T. Val kitchen was so like that's all he kept talking about so it's like okay this that's my girl that's my dog for real like I love her so yeah but okay y'all we we gonna get in front of I think he would I think mom had to work or something like that I think Mm -hmm. Monday to Thursday Mm -hmm. or I'm like that yeah or something like that but yeah but hey we love y'all too though We love y'all too. Thank y'all for hanging in there with us. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. This was some good stuff. Like you said, this was some good stuff. Um, Hit us up, man. Social media. I promise we're going to get better with the whole marketing thing. Posting and all of that. Yeah, for sure. You can reach us on all platforms. Facebook, Instagram. Our Gmail is Crown Chronicles with the S pod pod um please share your feedback rate us um, yes, send us please. some dms like tia said last week give us some topics mm-hmm. and uh, we'll catch y'all next week mm-hmm. thanks for tuning in love y'all thank y'all love y'all bye, bye.